What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema. This is episode 238, where today we're talking about Jungle Cruise and The Green Knight. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. I'm Roger Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Gentlemen, how are we today? How are we? How was your week, Roger? You were on vacay. I drank 100 beers. 100 beers. I didn't, did you act, did, I didn't did, actually hit to 100, but okay, I was, I was, I was, I was say. in the 70s i was gonna wow. say did you actually catalog the number and did you no. hit 100 but all right no. that's impressive for steven 70 that's that's impressive well I mean, not in like the best way but it's impressive so we we arrived together on thursday like late afternoon or well yeah like four o'clock we all pretty much got together i went to bed at 4 a.m <laughs> yeah to promptly wake back up at 10 a.m which was awful <laughs> so all like Bodies- well, we, were, we had this big golf outing planned, which just didn't happen because everybody went. To oh, this, really? Well, yeah, because I went to bed at 4 a.m. People were still up when I went to bed. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Um, so all I did on Friday was literally have some beers, eat some food, take a nap and like and like a three phase cycle. It was incredible. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> did, did anyone really care the, the fact that the golf thing never happened? I mean, we didn't go golfing, so I guess not. <laughs> well, I mean, if the spirit of the weekend is to just hang out with each other, then it's fine. Yeah, right? I mean, it is what it is. And I'm actually a decent golfer. I was kind of looking forward to it, but yeah, when everybody when it when it got really close to like the time where we should start getting ready, and everybody's like, "I wish I was dead." <laughs> <laughs> you, you remember? Do. You remember how like in your twenties you could. You could pretty much go to sleep at four o'clock. Wait, wake up at eight o'clock. You'd be fine for a whole day. But then your thirties hit, and you're like, uh, probably can't do that anymore. No, it's just not, not great at all. You're like you're like Liam Neeson in the Marksman, just phoning it in with your yeah. life at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. with your life. Uh, in all honesty, you know, you said in your thirties, I'm pushing forty, so it's really hard for me to do this. <laughs> That's why it's like a you know one weekend thing. That's fair. I mean, as long as you were a champ for a weekend, that's all that matters. Listen, I've never not been a champion, Grayson. So <laughs> I don't know what you mean when you say things like that to me. I, uh, I, I don't doubt it. You're always a champion. A champion among men, Roger. A champion among men. Chris, how about you? What did you do this week? Uh, this week was pretty tame for me. Uh, I'm getting ready to go on vacation, though, so I'm excited. It's my turn this weekend to go out and do some stuff, be with the kids and the wife and stuff. So I'm really excited for that. You think you'll drink 100 beers? No, I don't. I'm not, I'm not a big drinker like you are, Roger. At, you know, even in the short binges you go on at times, I uh, I'm gonna go to hockey. Not hockey knows that's where you went. I'm going that's to. Where Hink- I went to. Vegas. I'm going. I'm going to Hinkley with my kids, and I got family up in Cleveland, so we'll be hanging out up there. Oh, North Ohio, go yeah. into the lake, baby. <laughs> go into the lake. That sounds interesting. I will not be. I am just here. Uh, we had a COVID scare in the office, so. Actually, I was the one that originated the COVID scare. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Strong. I heard – well, I mean, we take tests every Wednesday. If we're all if – if one, one, one test a week if you're vaccinated, which I am. So I took it – I woke up Wednesday. I thought I was dead. I just had the biggest head cold. And then, of course, you take a test. The sickness messes with it. So then the next several days, everyone's like, oh, my God, Grayson had COVID. But it turns out I didn't because they, they, they retested the same sample several times and it came up negative. After they looked at it outside the machine and actually did it themselves manually, and they're like, "Okay, well, after the third time, your 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 name is cleared." I mean, so. you just have a cold, like that's yeah. what happened. 
Yeah, I know. You remember before? Like, we don't ruin everybody's week, though. That's, that's yeah, very yeah. Grace and Maxwell of you. I, I knew that was going to be the takeaway for you, Roger. I knew that was going to be your takeaway. Well, you know, um, life comes but, at you fast. Well, bro, life comes at you fast. Uh, so I've just been working from home a lot, been sleeping, trying to catch up, make my body better. But yeah, you know. And then Saturday, we got the, I got the email that I was – they apologized and said I was not – the, I was not COVID, and I could. I went out and watched uh, some movies. So you you received a formal apology. That's nice. In an email, yeah. Did you try drinking a hundred beers? I I gotta be honest. I don't think I've, I don't think I've had a hundred beers in the past four years combined. Mm. I know that's, be a lot. I, I I too have not had that many beers. I know that's sad, but I mean, it's. I'm just not. I'm not a big like. I'm like you, Chris. I'm not. I was a big drinker in like college, just after, but I haven't really been the past you know decade or. So, hmm, hmm, hmm. Seems suspect, right? Hmm. All right, <laughs> you guys, Chris, did you watch anything besides what we had to watch, Roger? I'm sure you didn't. You were on vacay. So. Uh, of course I did. I just didn't watch the Green Knight, which. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anything outside of the Jungle Cruise? No, I watched no television. Of course, of course oh. I did. I watched the Olympics. I watched something today before. Before we, oh, I watched uh, Dark Knight uh, Rises was on uh, HBO. Oh, today. okay, nice. All right, that's yeah. a good one. That's, Stuck one on that's an easy one to just leave on in the background. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the Olympics wrapped up yesterday, so that was a lot of that during that uh, during our little mini vacation because you know when the TV's legitimately stays on since the moment you get there to the moment you leave, it just gets parked on the Olympics that are running twenty four hours a day, basically. Yeah. So, Nothing wrong yeah. with the Olympics. How did uh, how did how the U.S. team do? And, and uh, we won. Oh, good. The Olympics. I didn't. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't watch the Olympics. Damn it. Had the most gold medals and most medals overall. So yes, we won yes. the Olympics. USA back to back World War champs and Olympic winners. Mm, we don't talk. I about mean, war. there were some <laughs> other wars in there that are kind of like at best a draw. So. <laughs> I was gonna say we, we don't talk about Vietnam though. I don't, so. I don't really want to dig into things like that here. Some question marks on the word victory. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is That's episode two. Start, huh? It is indeed, but this is episode two hundred thirty-eight of four of the Love of Cinema a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday at five a.m. on Podbean. That's New York time, and then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office curtain up current releases. What's streaming trailers and movies of the week? Let's get into the box office, gentlemen, shall we? Yes, mm-hmm. we shall. I hear the numbers from the weekend, August 6th through 8th. The Suicide Squad, number one, bringing in a domestic 26.3 with a worldwide 71.9. Not too shabby. Jungle Cruise bringing in 15.8, bringing its worldwide to 121. I'm very surprised at that number, but we'll get into it when we talk about it. Space Jam, a new legacy, four point three million with a worldwide of one hundred and thirty-two million dollars. Old, four point one million with a worldwide of just sixty-five. That's probably all it deserves. Black Widow, three point nine million, bringing its worldwide gross to three hundred and fifty-nine point six. I wonder if Scarlett Johansson got her fifty million. Doubt it. No. Okay. Same. Best of luck. Best of luck <laughs> to you on that one. There's no surprises there. It's just nothing performed. I mean, though the big news is Suicide Squad didn't really perform as people were thinking it was going to, but nothing really. Wise. But nothing performed overly yeah. 
large this past weekend. Yeah, nothing was, you know, off the charts, but so there's, you know, let's take a look at some releases. This past weekend, we had some movies. We had Suicide Squad and Vivo on Netflix, which we are going to take a look at for next week. August 13th brings us Don't Breathe 2, Free Guy, Respect. The 20th, Paw Patrol the movie, The mm. Protégé, Reminiscent. Something moved off of that. What was it? Oh, it must have been Free Guy or Respect. That moved, no, moved Free Guy's that. been slated for the 14th for a while. Well, then it must have been Respect because there was four movies on August 20th for a long time. But that was only three. The 27th is Candyman. <clears throat> September 3rd, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Cinderella on Amazon. And then September 10th, Malignant, Queen Pins. September 17th, Clifford the Big Red Dog. No, it's got a big line through it, so I guess not. Cry Macho. Everyone's talking about Jamie and the eyes of Tammy Faye. We're ending out September with Dear Evan Hansen and Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. What a yeah. what a juxtaposition of movies to release against each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, COVID still could be having some kind of reason for the shakeup. Yeah, you know. All right, let's take a look at this week. We're taking a look at what's streaming and Hulu is going to be the streaming service we take a look at. This week, if you're looking for something to watch and you've seen it before, Taken by director Pierre Morel, Liam Neeson, Maggie Grace, Femke Jensen, Leland Orser, 2008. That started the what's what what's the most recent Taken movie we have? What number is that? Like Taken 12 or something? Probably. I mean, you want to Uh, the Ice Road one? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be like Taken ten or twelve. They're all basically the same. Uh, that that the, the the first Taken's actually a pretty decent movie. So one of the things I got to do on the trip with my buddies is I got to show them the video clip of Seth MacFarlane doing Kermit the Frog doing the Taken speech. Yes. <laughs> so I got to bring that to more people, and it brought me joy. Well, it probably brought them great joy too. It did. Good. It did. Did you show to them while you were drinking? It would have been a whole lot funnier when you were drinking. I mean, we weren't like standing in line at a urinal or anything, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, the second one, the nice guys. I had you. I had you in mind, Roger. I guess I love that movie by director Shane Black, Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe, Kim Basinger, Margaret Qualley, Keith David. Two thousand sixteen. That's also a pretty damn good movie. Wait, wait. Do you really like that movie, Roger? I actually do. I think Nice okay. Guys is an incredible movie. Okay, I wasn't sure. I couldn't tell if you were being if you were uh, joking or not. <laughs> no, no, that Got one it. I actually love. I okay. think Nice Guys. If you've never seen it, I, I absolutely haven't. think you would love it. Yeah. 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 I, I think the Nice Guys is just Russell Crowe being an asshole, and it rules. Oh, I'm down. <laughs> but uh, Ryan Gosling also plays like a, a certain type of character too. That it's just it's wonderful. It really is wonderful if you haven't seen it. The Social Network by director David Fincher, Jesse Eisenberg, Andrew Garfield, Justin Timberlake, Rooney Mara, 2010. That movie was all the rage for quite some time. It's still talked about widely. So All the rage. Check those out. And you can also do yourself a favor and watch Palm Springs if you haven't because that movie is a, a damn 10. Are Never. we ever not going to say that about Palm Springs when no. we talk about Hulu? It's okay. I just, no. just want to know. Palm until, Springs. They, until they make a Palm Springs 2? No. <laughs> Until they make a Paul Springs 2 and it sucks, no. Because it inevitably will suck. All right. No. Let's take a look at some trailers. Gentlemen, we watched some interesting trailers. Kate! Give me the first impressions, Roger. Atomic Blonde 1.5. That's what it looks like to me. Which isn't a bad thing, right? Here's a description on no. IMDb. A female but it's like Atomic Blonde like with Crank. 
Yeah, I, I was, I was, I thought the same thing when I watched that trailer. I was thinking this is, this is Crank with Poison, right? Yes, and that's all it is. Did it. Did it. All right. So, a uh, the description is a female assassin has twenty four hours to get vengeance on her murderer before she dies. That is one hundred percent Crank. So, I was gonna bring that up when I read the. You think she'll do coke off a toilet seat with a drug dealer looking at her just disgusted? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty doubtful, but. She may take some drugs. Who knows? But she does hit a guy with a bottle in the face pretty hard, and that's pretty satisfying. Actually, so, there's a point during the trailer where she's standing behind a bar and a counter, and she grabs uh, bottles with both hands, mm-hmm. breaks them off on the bar, and starts trying to stab him with both arms. Yeah. That's incredible. Which I'm, da- which I'm down for. Yes. <laughs> more so, movies need more of this. <laughs> so I, I, I enjoyed this trailer almost all the way through. There was one point, though, that has me scared because is this a, this is a Netflix thing, right? It yes. is Netflix. Okay, so it's like forty seven. You seconds. think it's going to be twenty seven minutes or uh, twenty four hours long? Well, that, but, but that's not what <laughs> I was bringing it's up. A documentary, <laughs> but uh, it's a document. But um, <laughs> at forty, at like forty six seconds in the trailer, she does this thing. She's like in a bar or whatever. She like she kicks this guy out, out of a window while I slide on the bar. It's like a sliding bar kick. This is the weakest looking kick in trailer history. But the guy goes flying out this window. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and he I does. was like, I was like, oh, that looks bad. Hopefully, that's the one bad choreography scene in the whole movie. But like in the trailer, that doesn't look good. It, 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 there's absolutely no oomph to this kick. But this guy goes like comic book style flying out the window. Well, so let's talk about choice of choice of actress. Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, I think, could do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, she was in what the. Um, the Harley Quinn movie is the Huntress. Yeah, she's super badass that movie. Yeah, she's been she's been out she's been around for a while now, but yeah. she's I think she could de- definitely pull this off. Okay, because I mean in the past we've seen you know like Charlize Theron and other very strong female act- female actresses, so I think she could definitely step in that that role really well. And of course, we all love Woody Harrelson. Sure, we we do. Him. This is true. So we're excited for Kate. You know, as I'm looking at the picture on IMDb, it even has the same color scheme that Atomic Blonde did. Okay. So I'm I'm really did, digging that. But I mean, maybe we maybe we can check and see if anyone's tied to it from Atomic Blonde. <clears throat> yeah, the uh, it's a producer. producer. Yeah. Producer. Okay. Well, then I mean, that explains a lot. So possibly. maybe we're universe sharing finally. I'm, yes. Or uh, we're always down. Always down for that. Let's talk about let's separate the two violent trailers with together. Mm. Rogers, not your cup of tea. How about you? <laughs> James McAvoy, though we just did, we talked about him on the last episode about Split being really good. One of the reasons because James McAvoy well, is just incredible. Yeah. yeah, he's incredible. I don't. This is one of those ones that it's hard for me to like write off because James McAvoy is one of the best. So even though in the trailer it looks to be just like another romantic comedy. Or like a romantic drama. What do you call the dramedy or something? Dramedy. Well, so listen, haven't we already seen this movie? It was called Lockdown, but then somewhere they tried to rob people in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this this weird heist thing or whatever. Remember that movie? Yeah, it's with Chibotel, Isio Four, and uh, who's the 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 woman? Uh, Uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but that movie was weird. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it was bad. Yeah, that's a really nice way to say it was bad. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, listen, it's got McAvoy in it. I don't, other than that, I don't, this does not, this movie is not my type of movie. <laughs> this is not. I don't disagree with you. I'm going to watch it. 
100%. They're going to end up back together and things are going to be fine. Actually, they're actually still going to be super messed up. Well, okay. So through it together. Let's pretend like there's a world where that doesn't happen. We, are you going to be surprised? You know what I mean? Like it. it, it no, movie... because listen, if you were screaming towards a divorce before you got locked down with each other for six weeks, you're probably coming out on the other side at murdered. So. <laughs> I mean, do we, I'm very surprised we haven't seen a ton more of these movies pop up over the past six or eight months. I mean, listen, it's just the beginning of these. What was that weird action movie we saw that had like a lockdown involved and there's like someone stuck in an apartment and another guy like trying to get to her or something? Oh, like, we, we didn't actually watch that, but we watched the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, but, no, but that was actually, weren't there zombies involved in that too? No. <laughs> I don't think there were zombies, but there was. I think there were definitely on. zombies involved in that. Maybe, but, uh, but like, I mean, <laughs> that goes to your comment of about like, you know, maybe we. I'm sure we haven't seen more of these movies. They, there are other ones of these things out there. Like, well, but here's I don't understand like why we haven't because films went back into production like June of 2020, so okay. we're we're a year out, and as long as you have scripts that are written pretty quickly and take place all in one location, you could you could. I mean, conceptualize, shoot, and have it released within a year. Easy. Well, maybe somebody's it. making the right decision to go, hey, we don't care about this. Yeah. I mean, maybe. you're probably not. I just, I just thought we would have had tons of these movies, but thankfully we, we haven't. I mean, look, a few mediocre ones go a long way to be like, okay, we don't need to any kill, of these. To kill the idea. Yeah, yes. 100%. Thank God. But I mean, this this could be the one that's great. I mean, I, I again, I haven't seen it, so I don't want to say That was the worst right. thing about when The Walking Dead got really deep into the good zombie storytelling. And everybody's like, we gotta make a zombie movie. And then they're all dog shit. <laughs> so <Mm-mm-mm>. I mean <laughs> zombie movie. That's what it was. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, Nobody, anyway. People aren't original anymore. Anyway, I'm kinda of excited for this movie. Well, the uh, good thing about Together really... Here's the good thing about Together that if we watch it, it's only an hour and thirty one minutes. So oh, ninety one really? minutes start got to finish a short runtime. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. But so was um, the one we just talked about. Kate is only an hour and 40, 46 minutes. Short run times make me so erect. That's a weird thing to say, but okay. Thank you for that. I don't know if I lead with that. <laughs> I mean, in conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just going to isolate that sound fine. I'm like, Chris, how, how are you doing today? And then just play that. Hey, let's talk about isolated things that Grayson's done or said. <laughs> just a minute. No, no, no. It's not. Okay. No, all right. I explained that. I explained that, damn it, already. All right. Let's talk about the big the big trailer this week for a lot of people who are excited for it. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. I am all in for this, but I tend to really enjoy uh, movies that focus on antiheroes or villains more anyway because they're more okay. interesting to They're me. usually better. They're usually well, better written, honestly. Well, because, I mean, when, when morality is kind of off, like back and forth a lot, that's more interesting because you're not – with the hero, you're, you're you're kind of on one side of the stage all the time, you know. Especially with the hero, like what's the what's that one movie that with Johnny Depp is the Indian and the Lone Ranger, something like that, where he's a white hat hero where he never does anything bad, never. He's the most he's the best Boy Scout you can be. Those movies to me just aren't interesting because there's no depth to the character. Oh yeah, that movie was awful. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. that. I actually just talked to a payroll accountant uh, a little bit ago that said there were. Three sequels planned for that that got all got scrapped, <laughs> and some of those actors he said got paid for two or three movies. So hey, they really? made out like bandits on that one. Perfect. So, yeah, talk about wasted money. Jesus. So like, I, I think people like antihero movies. I think they do better because people connect them a little bit more. You know, not everyone is is a good 
embodiment of good like a superhero is. We're Most people to... live in the gray area. Yeah, exactly. And that's where a lot of your anti-heroes live. That's why I think they're they're a little more relatable. Well, that's why sense. Han Solo is so appealing because he's not – he is – the almost every man, except for the handsome, the rugged, good looks, and the blaster. But you, you, you know what I mean. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. What bad guys can't have blasters and be handsome? Well, they can, but well, you know what I meant by that. And then, of course, they ruined the Han Solo character by having him shoot first. It just or having having the other guy shoot first. Han shot first. That's that's the character. That's how the character starts. We can get into these, we can get into a weird nerdy Star Wars <laughs> yeah. debate. Hush <laughs> now, chat. How did you guys take the new Venom trailer? I loved it. I don't think you were as crazy about it as I was, Roger. What about you, Chris? This is rated R, right? It is. We like, know. This one's rated R? We don't know is... that yet. Well, they so... haven't said anything. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Venom was rated R. No, it was no, not. It was not. That was, oh, that was, was one of its big problems. Oh. Yeah, that, that, that was its big issue. One of, You're one right. Of there's, its issues. there's no rating on the That's page. been the problem with them trying to adapt Carnage. Yes. Well, that, Venom Carnage, too. Carnage is like as dark of a Spider-Man Marvel monster sort of thing as you'll get. <laughs> he, he is a terrible person. I, I mean, he's literally an embodiment of evil, right? Yes. That's what he is. Um, Murder, murderous evil. Like thousands dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, if, I don't, it has to be radar, but I know it's not going to be. I just know it won't. And that, that worries me a little bit. That definitely worries me a little bit. I agree I mean, with that. Cletus Cassidy is a bad dude. From from, yes. from the way from the way you guys talk about him, Cletus Cassidy is a he's bad the dude. worst dude. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the worst of of human dudes that gets powers in the Spider Verse. Think imagine 100%. if like Ted Bundy was a supervillain. <laughs> That's Cletus Cassidy. Wow. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Except more violent. Yeah, I was gonna say you can actually combine him with um with a few other John Wayne killers. Gacy. That works. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's just a bad dude. <laughs> oh, goodness, Jeez. yeah. Well, I mean, listen, it ought to be interesting. However, they try to play it out. So now I'm here for it. I did like the comedy at the end of the trailer. I, I think so. I kind of like the comedy that they stick into the Venom movies, which is just interaction between Eddie Brock and Venom. Yeah, because you didn't really get that. You didn't really even really get that in the comic books, not in this way, because it's it, it's on a page. It's on a. Well, it's different paper, when right? he has a voice. Yeah, so exactly. It, yeah, because like reading it, because you kind of you you, you kind of space it and fill that gap yourself in your own head as a reader. Mm-hmm. But in this, it's very like back and forth. Very, it's it's almost visceral in the way it's delivered. And I like the point in the trailer where he where he comes out and then he goes away and he says he says you got to come back. He's like he's like no 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 that's a red one no no no. He's like, holy I, shit it's yeah a one. <laughs> yeah and I, I kind of laughed at that because that because there is some push and pull between you know the different color symbiotes in the Spider Verse but that was funny that was cool like good on them for that. I I tell I I expected Roger to agree with me on this but I laughed when um when he's facing off against Carnage and for some reason Venom goes away and Eddie's like, come out, come out, please. He's like, no. And he's like, I'll let you eat anyone you want to eat. He's like, you promise? He's like, yeah. And then he comes out. I thought that was hilarious. Okay. Because that's kind of tongue in cheek with, the, I mean, of course with the universe. And the, to me, it's just hilarious. But Roger, you were not a fan of that. No, I think that's dumb as hell. Okay. <laughs> Chris, what did you, you laughed at it, Chris. I know you did. I did. I, 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 I kind of, I, I kind of liked it. I like the comedy that's in this so far. I, didn't hate it in the first movie, and if they're gonna stick to something, I'm okay with that because I'd rather have more of that plus rated R and blood and violence in this movie rather than them 
kind of pulling back and just being safe with the entire experience. There's well, no okay. Way. Well, before we move on, last thing, what, if, if your gut has to tell you, if this is going to be PG 13 or R, what does your gut tell you? 1300%. You know, just, gonna, just for box office. Yep. I'm hoping to God it isn't 13, but my gut tells me it's going to be, I will be wonderfully surprised if it, if it is. Now, would you be okay if there was, if the theatrical was 13, but then of course there's a, a, a on the Blu-ray or 4K, there's a rated R version, which whatever, they intended all along. Whatever gets me the violence in this movie that it deserves. All right, that's fair. However, however they feel like it's safe to do whatever. I mean, the first one was a surprising hit. It made, you know, well over a billion. I don't think yeah, anyone expected that money. It would have made The only more. problem I have when they make movies that should be rated R and they make them 13 to bring out an R-rated version of a rated R, again, listen, you had your chance. <laughs> you made it PG-13. Yeah, you don't get a second run at it. I don't know, but these days making a movie PG thirteen is well, or making it making it rated R is almost so, a it's almost a death nail. Here's the thing: if this was ten years ago, I, I would say there is zero percent chance that it would be rated R. Now, I don't think it'll be rated R, but I think there's higher than a ten or higher than a ten percent chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Grayson, I don't agree with your with your statement that that putting a rated R, you know, sticker on a movie is a death sentence for it. It's, it's I, not as much anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I, I don't mean, I, I don't mean in general. I, I mean, in, in 2020, 2021 pandemic, because you're already having, you're already having your, your audience hampered by the fact that people don't want to go because of the pandemic. And then you're going to cut it down even further mm. by putting it, the R rating on there. So yes. I mean, I just mean right now it's okay. more of a question for studios than it ever is. But yeah. it doesn't mean it's not going to do well. But I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, I get yeah. you. We're excited. I mean, look, there's no secret. We're, we've been talking about Venom, Let There Be Carnage for weeks. We're excited about it, as mm-hmm. should you be. Absolutely. All right, Chris, uh, let's talk about a movie we watched. A little bit of a different – it's not the your traditional type of movie. Let's talk about it. And, Roger, you can chime in if you have some questions. Let's talk All about right. the – All right. <laughs> Chris, let's talk about <laughs> the green – night now chris yes, you are really big into the arthurian legends i am i very much enjoy all the lore behind the, the all the different like versions of the legend so the legend of arthur and you we we chose this just as a little background we chose this over Stillwater because not only is it different but you and i both have interest in in medieval arthur stuff yes but and it's Stillwater would have been the safe choice this is i think the much more interesting choice though i can agree with that because so this is this is a twenty four, uh, and it's this is a retelling of the green Sir, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, mm-hmm. um, but it's a little different than I think I even expected. Even seeing a trailer, this is different than what I expected. To be Abs- honest, I, I can agree with that absolutely. So, Chris, what drew you so to is the that, Green hold Knight? On. I have a question. Yeah. All right, shoot. Is that good or bad? In this case, I think for the movie's health, it's bad. Hmm. I, I think for this movie specifically, it's not a good thing for it. I know? agree, but Roger, think about um, think about Hereditary and think about Midsummer. I would I would group it right in with those Midsummer. Yeah, I, I know, and we weren't the biggest fans of those. They have their own way of telling a story. It's not again; those movies don't hold your hand either. They do the, quite the opposite of they let you figure everything out for yourself and tell you nothing. So, and this is quite like those as well. Mm-hmm. But Chris, why don't you take 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 a minute and 
com- combine summing up the Green Knight with your expectations of it. Okay, well, well, to combine the two, go. I'm I'm a bigger fan of medieval fantasy, a, a lot like you, Grayson, and I expected a fantasy world within the Arturian legend telling of Sir Gawain. There's a lot of ways to pronounce this guy's name, right? But Gawain's the way that you know I've always imp- interpreted it. And it's a coming-of-age story, and I expected that. So I expected this guy to go on some great quest, and it's it's his introductory to knighthood. We meet him as, at a young age. And that, what I expected, was a very slow-burning character piece more than anything else that was in a fantasy setting, but there wasn't a lot of hand-holding and world-building. It was kind of just like you get to experience this movie from his point of view and as everything happens, and then this movie happens, and then it's just over. <laughs> well, it's just, it's a very odd one. It you is. Know, that really hooked me into saying that this must have been incredible. <laughs> well, this is, well, so, the I Green think Knight... That's kind of the point that I'm, that we're, I think me and Grayson are both going to make, though, is... That it was if, incredible? It it was it's no, <laughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not incredible in the sense of like a cinematic experience. It's different, and if you if you enjoy the you know this this content specifically you know Arturian legend specifically, and you know a lot about this world to begin with. There's there is a lot to enjoy here because there are a lot of callouts to, to to Sir Gawain's story, but other than that, no, this is not a good time. Well, in I mean, my it's, opinion. it's it's just one of those things you you really have to be you can't be checking your phone you you can't be doing other things you have really have to be kind of glued to the screen. Yeah, which is hard in a theater setting because you're going to use the bathroom probably, and this is a two hour movie. So this so this is this is I mean. Like a lot of the stories within the Arthurian legend, this is meant to be a story and kind of like a a lesson, mm-hmm. you know, much like you know other well, things this, were around the time. Well, this is his this is his his journey to knighthood, which the you know Arthurian knights of the Round Table they they carry the knight's code, which is of five virtues, and he right. He, and this movie's pretty. Hit. This movie's pretty ripe with what's <clears throat> the knight's code and. What's yeah. ex- what's expected versus what actually happens. Yes, and 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 he goes and he's this is almost like this is a test, and it's orchestrated by his mother, which she's a whole other story in the Arcturian legend, and she doesn't get a, a ton of like explanation in this, but it's he goes through each of these lessons and he fails every single one of these along the way, <laughs> and it's it's an interesting story because there's a long there's a long poem about this whole thing it, this is what this whole movie is like derived from and you get to see him go through this and fail all the, these five tests except for the except he comes back and then he repasses one at the very end and that's when we get our i think it's safe to say ambiguous ending because you don't actually know what happens afterwards when this movie rolls to to its its credit scene no but you can i think it's safe to if you assume something does happen you're probably right True. Yes, and I agree with that. But but there is that little piece of, well, you just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is. You're right. I mean, it's it's also cut a certain way for that reason as well. The the Agreed. ending is edited in a certain way that. Mm-hmm. So this is this is Gwen's journey to knighthood, starting out as. I mean, is it is it fair to call him a child because of the way he's acting in the beginning? I mean, he's or just very... less than less than knightly. I mean, when you were 19 years old. 
well, okay, maybe you not because you're Grayson. But when Roger was 19 years old, he was a far oh. different person than he was. You know, at, what does at that mean? Well, he's, okay, fair. <laughs> Roger's yeah. probably a little more adventurous than Grayson Maxwell was at you know at a younger age. I don't know. I was pretty. I was pretty crazy. Way more drugs. Yeah, that's yes. probably. <laughs> I mean, that's probably a true statement right there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair, right? So, uh, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, so, this, so, so let me ask you, Grayson. What did you like about this movie? I like the style. Of old. <laughs> Fiend. I like. <laughs> I my like favorite the favorite answer to that question. <laughs> I like the stylized choice that it did. I like the way it told the story because as I was as it was playing out, there's not really an easy way, an easy traditional way to tell this story. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to be kind of weird and ambiguous to, to to begin with. Okay. Which I. I kind of appreciate if I'm going to get it in something like this. What I where I don't want it is in your Clive Owen King Arthur movie. That's where I don't want the and that's when I want the straight up traditional story to take place. Yeah, and so. and that's true because because a movie a movie like the Clive Owen version of of this movie, just to use the your term, you lose something in the storytelling, right? Because then it just becomes this by the numbers, you know, like you're going to get, you know, X, Y, and Z, you're going to have your climactic experience and your movie's going to end. You know what I mean? Where this, it, it takes its time and it tells a different, it goes on a different route than your standard X, Y, and Z story, which I actually appreciated. And as interesting enough, Joel Edgerton is in this movie and he was Sir Gawain in the King Arthur 2004 with Clive Owen. Was he really? Okay. He was Gawain. Yeah. Yeah. That was so. That's an interesting kind of callback for that. Yeah, um, I'm blanking on the on the lead's name, uh, but he's fantastic in this. He does a great job. Dev Patel. Yes, yes, and he does a fantastic job. I think he and, does. I was gonna. He, I mean, he really does a great job in this. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he he does good. I like the different depictions of different characters with the same actors because it's relevant to this to what he's going through story wise. And the sound design was very good in this. I there was very like the the music complements the scenes perfectly. It doesn't overtake or anything like that. And, or, or, and, it, and you also notice the, the sound design and the music, you know, behind everything. I like. But I think I think that's there. a very that's a very intentional from the get go choice. Good, and it was a good choice because that that was one of the things I really enjoyed about this movie. I would agree. I, I mean, I do like the I do like how he pretty much fails every test in front of him. He does. No, except he, he, the one that matters in the end, but that's the whole thing is... Well, he fails at first. <laughs> he does. And the whole thing, the Green Knight is is, is a test for Gawain. It's yes. never, it was never meant to be anything but a test. And True. he just, at every major point, he makes the wrong choice almost every single time. Yep. Yeah, so, he, I mean, he, 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 had, he had a lot to learn. But he does learn some of it, though I'm not... I'll leave the ending... Kendall, like up to you to decide if you've seen it, but well, yeah, it's it's one of those endings where I think you, there's an argument you could go either way, but I think there's one stronger argument for one certain way. If that makes yeah. sense, no, it, it does. So this sounds riveting. Well, but you know what you're getting into. I mean, when you when you go into something like this, it's, well, it's so, not well. So honestly, if you like long character pieces, if you like uh, if you like the Arturian legend. And if you like, a, you know, the style of movie that will that will let you decide what's happening and it leaves it very open to like to like what you think the entire thing is riding along, it's not a bad watch. You know what I mean? It's just not from what what you're seeing and what you could expect from the trailers. It's not that. I don't think anyone's gonna anyone that walked into this movie from the trailer 
is going to get what they what they saw in that trailer. I think so. It's also impressive. The writer, David, David Lowry, you can tell this is somewhat of a passion piece for him, too, because okay. of everything that he takes careful to to draw your attention to. And, mm-hmm. and, and some of the scenes are, are, are so well crafted, I think, oh, yeah. that this is definitely someone's love child. Like someone, oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like all, all the creation behind this, you know, these, these are you know, someone sat someone at some point sat down and, and analyzed the poem this is about and really like brought this together. I really appreciated Ralph Innocent. We just talked about him in another movie recently as the Green Knight. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated Alicia Vikander as Essel. She was Tomb Raider very recently. Okay. Uh, yeah, I really appreciated those casting choices. And of yeah. course, we just saw Ralph Innocent in um, what, Gunpowder Milkshake. He was the he was the the, the bad guy, the boss. Mm. He was the Green Knight in this. Uh, yeah, I think it's safe to say that this was. I don't know if. <laughs> I'm trying to be very careful what I say only because it's not I'm trying not to ruin anything but also yeah. this is exactly what you get when you pay for it too okay I feel like when you pay for it the person handing you a ticket be like you know this isn't a traditional movie yeah. so if you're I mean because I'm sure some kids got sucked into that thinking, oh, I just read about Sir Gawain in class let's let's tell I'm gonna oh, check that out there are people yeah, in my looking day. at looking at the box office numbers no they didn't i can honestly say there were people in my showing that when the movie ended they audibly groaned (laughs) because they they were just dissatisfied with their movie going experience i can say that with honesty i don't think i was and and i chuckled slightly but that's just me i don't think i was completely satisfied only because i was expecting a different movie going into it but Mm -hmm. Uh, and Roger, Sean Harris is in this as well. He's from Mission Impossible Fallout. He's Solomon Lane. No, oh, yes, yeah, good. He's in all those British movies. Yeah. He's all actually really good as the king. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's got a cre- creepy, gravelly voice <laughs> and a very distinct look. He's in yeah. all those. A much, a much more reserved version of King Arthur, too, than this. Very frail at the end of his life one. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's what, kind of what I appreciated also. Yeah. So let's just, if we're going to move to score this, since only two of us watched it. Yeah, I think we are. I think I think we're good. If, okay, go. You go ahead first, Chris. I want to. I, wanna, I have I'm many gonna... questions first. All right. Okay. Go ahead. I don't have any questions. Okay. I didn't think. Oh. You did. Okay. Okay. Um. So I'll go. So I'll go first. Um. While I can appreciate this movie for what it is, and I enjoyed it because of like my how much I. I like the Arthurian legends and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's not great. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's not, I, I didn't get what I thought I was getting out of this movie and I was disappointed about that. So I think this movie is, this movie is a four for me, but I bet anyone else would score it lower. I, I can't recommend this to anybody unless it's a very niche audience. You know what I mean? Like there's no way to really save that. It's, it, it's not an easy watch to begin with. And it doesn't hold your hand. This is a tough movie for a lot of people. This is going to be a four for me. I'm gonna. I was gonna give it a four point five. So okay. Here, here's the struggle for me: is can I give it a five? Because a five is recommendable to yeah. anybody, mm-hmm. and at least on our scale, a five is very easily recommendable. But if you recommend this to someone, there's got to be like six asterisks. Well, do you like <laughs> do, do you do you like the Arthurian legend? Do you like slower movies that aren't really spoon feeding you? And it's like, there's a whole bunch of different. Yep. And I feel like if you convinced your buddy to go 
and spend, let's say, somewhere between ten and fifteen dollars on this, and he's like, he'd be I pissed can... at you. Yeah, he'd, he'd be pissed at you. Probably yeah. wouldn't be happy. Yeah. But someone else going that was excited to see this probably loved. It. I bet those people out there who loved it, and this is like, this is a ten. This is the greatest. You know, people that love that kind of really obscure cinema experience, which mm-hmm. I, that is part of the movie going experience for some people. So I don't want to say on that end that I, I can, I don't, I'm not trying to talk down to those people or talk badly about them, but this is just, this movie is not for everybody. Yep. I agree with that. It is a 100% not for everybody. It's easily not for most people, to be honest. All right. So I've extrapolated a score that I'm going to give it. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give it a two and a half. I was going to say probably a two, right? Probably a two. I'm going two and a half. Um, this movie stinks. Didn't make any money. It's too long. Overacted. Boring. Bang. See, anyone who just listened to that, please understand that Roger did not watch the movie. So that was Latin for fun. Two or and a half. Did I? <laughs> or did he? Or did he? Or was Roger the writer of this script? <laughs> it was. It was Roger the whole time. Dave, Dave, David Lowry is his uh, his his stage name, his screen name. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in that, but I'm I'm also kind of kind of thrilled at the same time, if that makes sense. Because I like some I, I liked a little bit of it. I didn't like a lot of it. So it's fair. All right, let's talk about the movie of the week, Jungle Cruise. This movie's Ooh, not gonna not, is not gonna fare fare much better for me. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Cruise. And here's the that was bringing the fire get, tonight, boys. Get him out. That was Told you I was bringing it. So, so okay. Here's the thing about Jungle Crew, but let's first particulars. Awam Colette Sarah directed it. Came out very recently, last week. Um, of course, The Rock, Emily Blunt, Jack Whitehall, Edgar Ramirez, Jesse Plemons, Paul Giamatti. Uh, so, Roger, why don't you take thirty seconds and sum up Jungle Cruise? So the Jungle Cruise is what happens when you take Pirates of the Caribbean and you jam the mummy into it, and then you put the rock in the middle. Boom. Yeah. There was another movie yeah, I had too. Like seven seconds. Well, the the mummy, the mummy is the is I think the bigger of the three. As far as the mummy meets Pirates of the Caribbean meets, oh, like National Treasure, kind of in a way. Mm. When, when 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 she steps on that ledge and all the water drains, like what? This, who could possibly orchestrate that? This movie has way more pirates in it than it does the mummy. If you're if you're gonna argue that this is like another movie. The characters are ripped straight from the mummy. I get that, but <laughs> well, I mean, no, it, it's more of a pirates movie than anything else, in my opinion. I, I disagree. I, but I mean, listen, hold on. I want you to know that you're arguing about the same movie. Yeah. One is done in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> one is done in the ocean. No, no, that's that's not that's that's true. But no, I mean, yeah, also, no, fair, it's, a, fair, yeah. it's kind of a moot point because I mean, you're probably right about the pirates because pirates is Disney's when the the mummy wasn't. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's it whatever. Listen, yeah. this movie, oh, man. Um, one, is kind of long. Um, kind but I'll be long. honest, if it didn't have The Rock and Emily Blunt in this movie, I'd have watched like 12 minutes and shut it off. Uh, like, uh, Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I wanted to ask you, because this has been a question on my mind for weeks, of those two names, who's the bigger pull here? I mean, it's, The Rock's the highest draw in the world, so it's well, yeah. always him. But I mean, if you're if you look at the poster, now listen. If I want a better actor, it's Emily Blunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hands, right. okay, great. I was worried about that. Hands down, Emily. Well, Blunt. listen, listen. The Rock just plays Dwayne Johnson now. Like that's it. 
or however you want to word that. Like, he doesn't play characters anymore. He just plays The Rock. And that's okay, because most of the movies at the end, it works just fine. Does anybody else love the fact that Dwayne Johnson became a rock in this movie? I'm just asking. Well, I mean, and all the, the jokes were, some of the jokes were aimed at, like, were The Rock jokes. You know? That's true. Oh, some of those jokes were cringeworthy, though. But I, I, I suppose that's also the true. I love how you said some. <laughs> but I mean, also that's, I guess that's the point of those awful jokes, except for the one with the, I just, I, I found one really funny, but it's also very mean to people with this problem. So, I'm surprised it made it in there. I'm surprised a lot of content made it in this movie. Truth be told, and I know you guys know what I'm talking about. No, um, I don't. Enlighten me. No, I don't no, I don't want to enlighten you. If you've seen it, you've seen it. But <laughs> all right, so let's talk about the movie in general first. I love Jack Whitehall in this movie. I think he's incredible. As all, he wants to do, all he wants to do is drink. Yeah. <laughs> all he wants to do is put on his nice outfits and enjoy life. Yeah, listen, that sounds wonderful. It does. It really it sounds does. incredible. I dress nice and drink booze and I float <laughs> on this stupid boat. That's what I do. Leave me alone. You know what? So I want to actually let's talk about Serious things here because the story's out. The story's all over the place. I want to talk about the animation in this movie for just a minute. This movie looks so bad at some points. I'm like, is this really a Disney movie? Because it's like when we see like the Jaguar, Proxima the Jaguar, or any of the um, the guys that are like half bee and half mud and whatever and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like this. Look, it looks bad. It look. It, it did not look great. It like did I not expected bad. Like this movie had to cost a hundred million dollars, right? And well, this is course. what we got. <laughs> I was the one. I was the one singing this movie's praises a few weeks ago, and you guys were both crapping on it. So I guess oh, you guys win this one. But I knew it was going to be bad. I don't. I don't know how you knew that though. How do you know that? All I'm saying is that Death on the Nile. I thought it was going to be a way more dark movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. That's a callback to Chris thought they were the same movie for months. <laughs> for, literal, for literal months. Yeah. So, so, so let's, talk about, let's talk about Frank and let's talk about Lily. How they meet each other. Some of these action sequences are just... Oh, and you want to argue that this movie is more... So when they're in the library sliding around on those... That's, that's also ripped straight from The Mummy. Like 100% when she's on the... On like the... What do you call those? Rolling ladders. And she's going back and forth and trying to balance. That is 100% taken from the mummy. I'm just, when I was watching this, I, it must be my like getting up, up there in years. I'm like, God, this movie is, is three other movies and it's, it's worse than all three of them combined, which is tough. Oh, wait, but, you think it's worse than all three mummy movies? I think the first mummy is great. I think the second mummy sure. is okay. What about and, the third mummy is a disaster? Yeah, it's, it's really, really bad. It's better than that mummy movie, probably. I don't know about that even, because the other because that movie still had the characters from the other Mummy movies, which were pretty good characters. Is it better than the Dark Universe's uh, The Mummy? Oh, that's a good question. That movie was pretty terrible mm. too. No, probably uh, not. No, yeah, well, no, right. You know, I got to see a special preview of that movie before two weeks before it came out, and it still sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yes, that's pretty cool. Um, okay, so let's talk about the characters then, how they meet. Uh, and so she is... I mean, the jungle on a cruise. <gasps> that they do. And some of those... So he's taking people out. Frank Wolf is taking 
people out on a cruise. He charges them money and he takes them out and his boat breaks down as part of the funny gags. Ha ha. And of course he sets up all these things which he can manipulate along the way to, to, to <laughs> scare people. But how would you, re- how would you reset any of those ever? Like how would you reset the vines where you were in? How would you shoot them? I mean, how would you orchestrate that every time? Is my point. I, I think you missed the point. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just one of those things that it's just, it's, that's so unbelievable. That's like Are, one of the first. I, I did appreciate, though, he's like, this is the backside of water. <laughs> yeah, he's that like, was. You never see this. It's just a fountain going over the thing. Over the, over the boat. Yeah, yeah. Which was this big, elaborate, like, mousetrap version of, like, water going over the side of the boat. Just to make a fountain, yeah. So, okay, let's talk about the characters then. So we have Lily and we have Frank. And then if, if we pay out a little bit, in the beginning we get this legend about, what is it, the Tears of the Moon? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they were called, right? Tears of the Moon. So some Spanish conquistadors were conquistadors. Marooned, they were marooned on the river and they were looking for a way to heal the, the leader's daughter. Mm-hmm. The tears of the moon. They were looking for these things. They were said to have immortal power, or resurrecting powers, healing powers, and they went looking for this. And they were claimed by the jungle itself, uh, claimed by you know the atmosphere there, the, the native, whatever you want to call it. They were Spooky. they were beaten, and they were cursed. And then we cut forward to, of course, current day, which is what nineteen. It's just before 1900s. the first. It's just before the First World War. Yeah, okay, like 1910 or something. 1912. Yeah, 1912. Yeah. Because one of the, the one of the main villains is Jesse Plemons. He's Prince Joachim, which is the, the son of v- Kaiser Wilhelm, I think, right? I thought he was grandson. Grandson, okay. Grandson of Kaiser Wilhelm. What he's grandson of, of, of the current head of Germany, who was in World War One. Anyway, so the way some of these the way they meet on the river, I just, the amount of times I rolled my eyes in the first 10 minutes of this movie, after we get past the legend, of course, was it had to be at least 12 times. Had to be. <laughs> what about you guys, Chris? Oh, no, it, this movie, I roll is a good way to put it. it. Just, I mean, even like, so even the German character, do we even need him? Nope. <laughs> like, like why, why is he here? Well, you don't, I, because I mean, like, the whole thing is tied. need him because he has a submarine. Which makes a lot of sense in this movie. Really, really works. Well, like I mean, oh wait, I guess, no, it didn't. I guess you, I guess you need him to free the conquistadors. Nope, sure didn't. Well, you didn't. They could have they made mean. any part of the story free them. True. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I, I, a lot of unneeded characters. A lot of unneeded. A lot of things in this, and it all just comes down to I don't know. This story between the two characters that I guess the only ones we even are interested in seeing. Emily Blunt's great, right? She's yep. just great, right? She's she's one of the best. She's fantastic. Female, younger female leads alive. Because yeah. you know what, I enjoyed watching her on this movie. You know, she does a fantastic job. Her character is at least halfway interesting, even though it's poorly written. But like everyone else, just throw them out. We just need the three leads in this movie and let them go on some weird journey. You don't need to, you don't even need villains in this. Well, the the, the villain is the jungle and time. No, the because- villain. It's not I written mean, that way. I mean, you know, you could have made the villain instead of instead of uh, Plemons' character, Prince Joachim. Mm-hmm. Instead of him, you could have made it time. They need to find this before it goes away. You know, or I mean, the, time does come into play accidentally <clears throat> later on when they're like, or even the, the jungle, the jungle itself, the red is, moon in two days. Like, what random chance is that? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like if they'd arrived a week later, this never would have happened. Yeah. That's it's all like, just this entire movie is a big plot device. That's what all, the entire movie is. Yeah. And it's not even enjoyable. At least with the B movie like mm-hmm. The Mummy or Pirates of the Caribbean, those are enjoyable. You well, know, let's be careful because some of those weren't. Well, no, but I'm, I'm I'm talking about the Mummy from '99. I'm talking about Pirates okay. of the Caribbean from the first 2003. Pirates movie was pretty good. Yeah, yes, yeah, I that was that, that was a yes. damn that was a damn good movie in a genre that we hadn't had any. When was the last time we had a pirate movie before Pirates of the Caribbean? I mean, it had been like decades, right? Hook with Peter know. Pan. I mean, well, I mean but that's Hulk not. Well, that's kind of Williams. different. But the point is, those were oh, well crafted movies. But the whole thing with Pirates of the Caribbean that was also a movie built around built to around a ride right yes so i mean they tried to do the same lightning in a bottle again 17 years later which i don't think happened it did not work you mean a company tried to take a past success and make more money off of it weird that's (laughs) shocking but i'm but it i'm just saying it worked then it doesn't work now and i mean i'm not saying that orlando bloom is a better lead than either of these people because I, although I think he's a better lead than The Rock, he's not, not like star power wise, but as far as quality of acting, he is. But I mean, well, every... I, I, I think that's an unfair comparison in this case because listen, the Pirates of the Caribbean, the first Pirates movie, is just a much better movie, well written, well, better done than any part of this movie. That's so true. if he, trust me, if Dwayne Johnson was in that movie, it still would have been okay. <laughs> That's true. Okay, that's a good. That's a true to fair point. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. Thinking about the way you just said that, yeah. Like Dwayne Johnson isn't the problem. No, no. This movie is the problem. Yes. So okay, just bad. So let's talk. Uh, Explain to me if you can. Explain to me the plot of this movie. uh, Take as much time as you need. Yeah. Honestly, the plot of this movie is just them trying to go get the flower or the petals from the tree. Well, so okay. This and then is the, the crazy zany journey they go on to get there. Well, this is so she has been he or she the the brother and sister she has been trying to get funding to to find this. Yeah, but they won't give her funding because she's a woman and she wears pants. And I love the nickname pants, although I think it's a little too on the nose. But um, and then it's she of course has to find her way into the where the the. The spearhead is hidden, or the sorry, the arrowhead is hidden, and steal it. And there's just so many things that line up perfectly, so this can all happen. I'm shocked that you are still upset about that. <laughs> I, I really am because this is a problem, people. And it's no, but, th- hold on. I, I want to, I want to, I don't want to say something mean, but listen, this is your problem with this movie. That's the dumbest problem to have. Oh no, no, this, this, movie this is, is based on unrealism from start to finish. I don't give a shit how they got a hold of the arrow. I don't care that there's a submarine in the Amazon. I don't care that people come out of the water and turn the mud and made of bees. Like, <laughs> yeah. Believability is out the window. Or, or, art. or the fact that he could talk to the bee. The bee was like telling him on the map yes, where they were. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Ridiculous. It's a magical bee, guys. I don't that's not my that's what my problem is. I don't I don't all those magical things you just talked about i that doesn't bother me at all that's that's kind of part of the package i what i care most about is the is the characters in the story and how and how unreal they are in this story i don't care about anything else that's part of my problem is they don't even make sense in their own universe that's my problem with this what does make sense in this universe well nothing that's the problem 
this 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 whole thing is complete an, an anachronism. I mean, do they talk like they're nineteen ten? Is 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 the dialogue written at all like they're nineteen ten? Or yes, yes, absolutely, it is. Some of it is, not all of it. Everything the Rock says could be said in a movie today, or could be said in a movie then. It does. I mean. Everything he says was very kind of modern. I mean, for Frank being born in the 1500s, he's very, he has very progressive views. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for just spoiling the entire movie for anyone who hadn't seen it. But <laughs> Hey, Frank was born in the 1400s. He, he, he was. He was. Or something along that line. Want me to spoil the whole movie? I'll go ahead. No, no, no. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. So, I mean, okay. Hopefully Did... my review and score spoils it for you. So, Okay. Let me bring, let me ask another question. Did you need Paul Giamatti in this movie? No, absolutely not. And he's in the movie for what seven seconds? But but I loved him. He might- oh yeah, Paul Giamatti's great. <laughs> he's absolutely worthless in this movie though. He okay. So Paul Giamatti might have like what two and a half, three minutes of actual screen time. Something if like that. that, it's probably probably like five. Okay, but you yeah, know what? Five or he less. Lo- you know he loved that paycheck though. So I mean, good I'm on him. I'm sure he did. Good on him. <laughs> I mean, especially especially coming from Disney, I'm sure it was not a small paycheck either. Oh, probably not. So yeah, I'm sure he loved that paycheck as well. I'm gonna give so, my money. So <laughs> point is, I, as I was watching this, you could his character Nilo didn't have to exist. Prince Yoakum didn't have to exist. Brother Bilo. <laughs> oh, what? Remember from Borat? Oh, <laughs> I just pictured the bee guy. <laughs> Brother Below in the cage, and then one day Below get this. Uh, yes. Never gonna get this. <laughs> never gonna get this, and one day he break out and he get it. I- I'm leaving. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Maybe laugh. I'm such a child. I'm such a child. Yeah, good. All right, let's talk about some good. Any talk about at least a little bit of good. Emily Blunt, always good. No matter what she's in, she's great. Yeah, oh, so, she's I mean. The Rock is good in this too, and you know, but I think well, favorite, hold on, The Rock is the Rock which, in this movie. Okay, I mean, are we saying The Rock isn't good? No, but I mean, I'm not. I don't. Hold on. I, I guess it's. It, I know what you're saying when I when I'm when I correct that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that he's bad. Yeah. But there's nothing overly positive I have to say about him in this movie. Okay. Okay. Is that you fair. understand what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, he's I get just you. the rock here. Yeah. But it's well, not like this is not the best or the worst of Dwayne. Okay. That that's fair. Um. I, but the, anyway, I mean, there are a hundred different actors who could have played Frank Wolf in this movie. You in know, this movie probably so. Me and my wife talked about this actually, and I think that um, uh, who's uh, who's Aquaman? Momoa. I think he'd have been great in this movie. Actually, that's think, not a bad cast. I choice. think he would have been fantastic. To be honest, I think this would have been a good movie for him. That may be the most intelligent do. thing you've ever said on this show. Yeah, you that's not what? a bad. It's not a bad. Well, I mean, I'm, I have a I'm feeling, you guys. I have a feeling Dwayne the Rock Johnson was cast before they even had a script. I was oh, mad. I, I'm mad because they, of course, well, they, you want his it, name. Wasn't it his production company? Oh, was it that? I, I didn't realize that. I, oh, I'll, I'll verify that. Hang on. Okay, gotcha. But you know, I think I think Jason Momoa would have been perfect for that role. Jason Momoa. I, I, I mean, even Chris Hemsworth would have been fine. You know. Yeah, any of the... but I feel like I feel like Momoa even like I think he would have the right feel for the part. Hemsworth has the charisma. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. I just think that Momoa would have done would have done just like the entire role justice because even like the conquistador part, he's you know I think he's going to be more fitting of that anyway than The Rock is because The Rock is just too iconic at this point. To kind of even like kind of blend him into a different role that you know that is outside of his purview. 
But that's the whole so, thing with Rogers saying he he now he's he's so big he just is the yeah. rock and everything. You no, know, I'm agreeing with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get that. Which this I think movie, is, this movie costs two hundred million dollars. Sweet Jesus! Holy and it man. is and it is his production company. Whoa! Mm-hmm. All right, that is about a hundred million dollars more than I thought. And I thought you were even being, I thought even a hundred was thinking it was going to be high. Was overshooting bit. that? Yeah. Jeez Louise. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. I mean, again, Disney. If they Wayne Johnson movie, has been a, attached to this. Excuse me, attached to this project since 2015. Wow. They've been trying to make this since 2015. Yep. And, and this is what they gave us. <laughs> All That's right. the this movie's been done since late 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they didn't want to release it during pandemic time, for yep. sure. It was, it was, it wrapped up. It wrapped filming, excuse me, filming, because I guess there would have been a lot of CG in this. It wrapped filming in September of 18. God, so that means it would have been ready to go in September of nineteen. Well, yeah, yeah I was gonna say well, that was that was... then, right? Yeah, which they would have been at that point. They wouldn't have. They would have waited for the summer, and that was the summer of twenty twenty. Yeah, peak pandemic. Yeah, so. that's that, that's that's a definitely a, a no go. But yeah, no, I see what you're saying about that about the whole. So that that makes sense then that he is in this movie and not one else because of the two he's the one that sticks out as the one that just doesn't belong in this movie. Yeah, I mean, well here's yeah. the thing: he, he gets outgunned by Emily Blunt in every. I think I, mean? it, I think it's hard to take an actor like 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 Dwayne Johnson and him not feel like he 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 doesn't belong though he's his his personality comes through so much in the characters he plays you know that. He just always kind of feels like a sore thumb in a movie. Well, there, there, are, plenty way, of, there are plenty of movies where this where he fits in. This Better, just yes. isn't one of them. Yes, or yeah, as I agree much with that. one of them. Yeah, I mean, he, you you still you're still getting the Dwayne Johnson treatment whenever you're you get him in a movie. You know, he doesn't have. It's like it's like when you get like a guy like Tom Cruise in a movie. Like he he brings the Tom Cruise in with him, whereas like a guy like. Um, Heath Ledger, you know, he he played the part. He uh, Jared Leto plays the part, as weird as he is. You know what I mean? Comparatively, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I I can see that. I don't. I still don't think. You got me thinking about Jason Momoa and like how much better Jason Momoa would have been in this in this role. <laughs> yeah. Could, well, could, could, could so here's the thing. I I, I don't want to defend the rock for his not so great performance in here but i do want to counter one thing i think if you give jason momoa this with this same script you get the same movie it's i no, agree with it's that. no better um because the character listen, would feel i think a little bit better though see, i see i don't even know about that because listen it's this movie that character is straight up cornball man <laughs> it's it's just the way that the way that's written and the way it's got to take place and how everything goes in line. Like this movie just isn't very good. And even if you had, you know, three Oscar winners up here, this movie's still bad. Yes. I agree with that. So I don't, I don't want to be like, well, we could just change everybody around and we could have got a different movie. Yeah. Jungle cruise. If it's a different movie, it ain't jungle cruise. So that's, that's a, the big part of it that I, I see. You know, you know, some things that I was kind of, I, I was surprised this movie didn't have in it even given where it was going and it was as as lackluster as i thought it was he never they never get to he never gets to make up to 
Frank never gets to talk to a, a what's his name? Aguirre? Aguirre? I don't know how to say that. I forget how it's said, but Aguirre about, I'm sorry for your daughter. He never gets to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. Apologizes. Yeah, well, I mean, the guy. But like, that's one thing that at least so. given, I, th- I thought was a given because The Rock was in it, he'd have wanted that scene. You know, I thought that's mm-hmm. a given and we didn't get it. And I, 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 I thought the romance was incredibly forced in the end. Like it was awkward. It didn't fit. It didn't. Yeah, but work. I mean, that was that was built into the script from the from the beginning, yeah. right? From the jump, you knew it was coming. I don't know. It didn't come until the very end. So I was hoping better if he ended up with a brother. But okay, let, oh, let there me we go. Just, <laughs> just well, saying. Which brings me to one of my so the, the 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 brother is he comes right out and says, you know, I've been this is my last chance to be them with my sister because I I've, I've turned down three very very rich well well-educated women back home and he's like it's not the women it's it's what i i i can't ever be with a woman and you get the fact okay he's gay fine and then it's a lot of that comedy the dealing with that i thought was like really do you remember when do you remember when he's holding the stick and he, he he's like do you, do you want to just put your hands on it for a second that's all i need really and i'm like this is what makes it into the script this is what <laughs> this is just silly you were shocked about the about the lowbrow humor that they put in this movie. Incredibly lowbrow humor <laughs> from Disney. Yeah, I was just very surprised about that. Hmm. Um, I, you know, again, now that you say that, that that wouldn't surprise me either, Roger. What you just said about him ending up with the brother oh, that would have been incredible. I think, given they were so bold and brazen with the with the whole um, sexual orientation with the brother, anyway, why not? Sure, you know I mean? make, make it happen. Why not? I mean. Would that have? Would that have? Would you have walked away from that movie any differently? I would have thought of, nothing different of this movie. That's true. Yeah. So I don't, it's just. So, so and, what, and, what you're and, saying is it wouldn't hurt it at least. And I do. I do want to premise. I don't ever care about that. So true. Well, let me ask you this: it What would have been, it would have been different. That's for sure. Well, I, I don't think it would. The movie would have been the same to me, and nothing would. Oh have yeah, still no, still bad. Well, let, let me ask you this: and in the ending, and something I can't. Why did he get freed? Because of the pedal. Yeah, I, and but the pedal never touched him, did it? She she it gave up his mouth. She gave up millions of lives of lives to save so she could bring back her her new true love. Oh, that I I must have, I was thinking about like, how did he come back? No one. Well, else I mean, did. he he still got one. So yeah, yeah, you know, you know, when we never even go back to the the, the other guys are just in the wall forever now. Can we oh, just say, dead, bro? Can, can we also acknowledge the fact that he wanted to die and she was like, nah. He's like, no, I love you. He's like, please kill me. That's the one. <laughs> I'm so very tired. That's so the very, one very thing. Tired. That's the one thing I actually liked about the movie when he was like, no. When he was like, no, I'm done. This is this is it for me. We finished mm-hmm. this and then I'm I'm just going to, I'm done. And that's I'm the done. most believable part. Just a tired man. Just leave me. <laughs> I hate this place. I hate this fucking river. <laughs> I hate these people. These goddamn tourists just want everything. Now, oh, let's somehow I've been it. here for four hundred years, and I owe this fucking guy money. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and he did build the town too. He's the one that built it. So let's let's talk about the cat for a second. The the, the terribly animated jaguar. The 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 jaguar that looks. Proxima. There, there are times when Proxima looks okay, but there are also times when Proxima. No, there are many times where Proxima looks horrific. There is one time when they're when the camera is going, it's panning left to right, and Proxima is there, but they forgot to do something because Proxima is just looking like a sheet of paper as the camera turns because they didn't animate that part of her. 
So she looks like a tiny sheet of paper. Good. I thought that was really, but it doesn't, what did Proxima being in the script ever make a difference? No, not really. I didn't um, think so either. Like I, actually, you, know what, you know what part doesn't really make any sense to me when they get captured by the natives in quotation marks, mm-hmm. the cannibals, and it's his, it's his friends. And he wasn't just like, please stop. We're, we're actually doing something. You oh, no, because I mean? he, he, he wanted the arrowhead. He was trying to get out of doing the whole well, thing with her. I, I understand that. But, you know, once things got a little bit too far, it just could have been like, just stop. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I couldn't do that either. <laughs> Again, it's like one of those things. This entire movie is undone by, by someone just saying a line to the wrong character. Yeah. I just I had such high hopes for this. I like you know most of what Disney does. I just really enjoy. Well, here, here's the thing with this movie because we're being pretty critical of it. There, I, I understand there are going to be a lot of people that think this movie's hysterical and fun. And I'll say it's probably good for a family. Um, it's not anything overly bad. You could take your kids to go see it. They probably love it because it's a zany, crazy adventure, right? Um. Just for as for watching as many movies as I do and as we do, when I see things like this that I know the masses love and it did a huge opening weekend, I'm like, why are we watching this? Because because of movies like this, we get worse cinematically. It's because you can just throw anything you want out there and people will go watch it. People are like, I love this movie. It's great. No, it's not. It's not great. You can like it. That's fine. It's just not very good. I mean, none of the jokes landed, but I mean, I don't think some, I think there were some, some of those jokes were supposed to be pretty what? cringeworthy jokes. Huh. I mean, listen, I thought some of the be- terrible dad jokes were kind of funny. Because, just because they were so terrible. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. What the hell happened to this movie? Like, I mean. Uh, I was, let's score it. Why, why did it cost $200 million? That's true. Well, water, I'm sure is not. <laughs> Water's not cheap to animate. Well, I mean, I mean, water is still pretty expensive. I mean, some of that, a lot of those sets were practical towards the end with all that water in the room. That would yeah. never would have been cheap to do that. I um, mean, they had to grow a tree that was a thousand <laughs> feet tall. That they, had to be expensive. I mean, they 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 had to go find real moon tears. So, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> they had to go to the moon and get moon tears. That couldn't have been cheap. So that's add that onto the budget. All you know. the way to the moon <laughs> to get moon tears for this movie. Oh my goodness. All right, let's score it then. I don't want to go first. I'll go first since I didn't get to score anything last time. Well, you know, I gave my heart two and a half. So, um, <laughs> so this movie is, this is like a three and a half. Um, I, I, like I said in my little mini rant there a minute ago, I understand why people will like this movie. This, this movie is just, this is Pirates 4, The Mummy 3. Like, where, why, why are we doing this? We've seen this story played out. Last couple weren't good. Were you going to change up the formula and make it better? Nope. Just doesn't happen. It's animated poorly. The Rock is The Rock. I mean, Emily Blunt's great. There's that. Um, she is stories. She is the one saving grace in this movie. If yeah. there is a saving grace, it's her. Story's weak as hell. Um, and it's two hours and seven minutes long. Why? Why? Which means theatrically, this movie is over two and a half hours. Two and a half, yep. Holy mother. Yep. So, yeah, three and a half. Dunzo. Chris, you want to go? You want me to go? I'm going to go. I'm a, this movie is a three. 
And I'm I th- I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I'm being generous. And the only reason this movie isn't a two or a two and a half is Emily Blunt. Is she brings it up a little bit. Because I mean, there are moments where it's, the dialogue isn't so bad because she's the one that's bouncing off the rock and the rock's having to bounce off of. So I mean it's she elevates the otherwise awful script from a two and a half to a three. So three, done, fiend. This movie has unique, never before seen characters. They're zany and fun. The story is on its own level and something that is something we haven't seen yet. And it's kind of fun, but kind of dark at the same time. And it's a great ride all the way through, but that's the mummy. This movie sucks. <laughs> Thank you. This Thank movie you for is, that. This, this movie is a hard three. It's just, and it's only a three because the three leads are fun to watch. Son of a bitch. I rated it the highest. You did. <laughs> Wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my god. Hold on. I, I want an honest answer from both of you. What did you think I was going to give this? Five. A five. Yep. I, 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 there's, I cannot recommend this movie to anyone. This movie is. I'll never watch this again. Roger says that all the time. I will never watch this again. This is this is this is the the embodiment of that. I will turn the mummy on and show my kid that creepy ass mummy before I'll show her this movie. It's not going to happen. I don't want to see this. This is this is the Wonder Woman eighty four of the Disney, of the Disney playbook because of what they've given us. Because every, usually everything Disney does is pretty decent to great, and this yeah. to, just this to me this is the worst that they've ever done. This so. is it's just it's just not a it's just not a good movie and it's too long. Yeah, it's just. I mean, that's that's the real deal. This part feels of it. It's like just a, bad. This feels now, like a this feels like a Netflix movie. Now you know what I'm worried about is National Treasure three. That's what I'm worried about because of you this weren't worried movie. about that before. No, I'm all, I, listen, I've been worried about National Treasure three when it didn't come out five years ago. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, <laughs> look, the, those first two movies, while they're not critically acclaimed, are still. Listen, great. I, I think the, I think the first National Treasure movie is great. Like think. it really is a fun movie. I, I mean, agree. It's not, it's not very believable, obviously, but it's very watchable. And but it's fun. very, it's very clever. It's inventive. The characters are great, and then the fact in the second one they can, I mean, everything continues. Which it it does what a sequel should do, and like, and now like I want to know it's on page forty seven. I want to know so bad, but now I'm really worried about that because if this is what they think passes for what people want, I'm worried about National Treasure three because this is, I think, very telling what that's going to be. Mm. Mm. You guys don't think that? Um, at I least think... they, at least they won't try to CGI a jaguar in there. Jaguar, probably. Hopefully, I mean, is that a better? I don't. They 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 already visited the South American city of gold. So I don't think they're going to go there again. But mm, you're right. We're going to go to the Arctic, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Damn! How did I give this movie? Bitch! <laughs> how did I give this movie one of the lowest scores of all three of us? How did that happen? How did I give it the highest? I don't. And it's only that, half a point. That is shocking. Hey, Roger, I'm proud of you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. All, All right. This has been episode 238 of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you for listening. Please check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things there. And 
Check us out on YouTube. Still there as well. We have a presence. Actually, we may have more presence coming up soon. Roger, I think I figured out a way so we can continue our can I z- have a present? zany and wacky presence. You got me a present? I did. All right. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week. I, okay. Next week, we're, we're taking a look at the Suicide Squad and Vivo. Suicide Squad, as a reminder, is available on HBO Max streaming. And Vivo is a Netflix original on Netflix. So both those are available for streaming. So enjoy those. I just realized, Chris, we gave The Green Knight a better score than we gave. I'd watch Jungle The Green Cruise. Knight again before I'd watch Jungle Cruise. So good goddamn thing. Would you really? Wow. Yeah, I would. I'd watch that again. All right. I think I would agree with you on that 100%. Mm-hmm.